0: Now, it's just come out that the notorious Church of Scientology are turning the tables. They're making a documentary about Louis Theroux, who they think is obsessed with them, which I cannot wait for, and I really hope that he participates as much as possible. And he's got a forthcoming documentary about Scientology coming out. But Alex Gibney's beaten him to it with a much-heralded documentary on HBO called Going Clear, Scientology and the Prison of Belief. Gibney is um, perhaps the, one of the preeminent documentary makers, maybe ever. His uh, list of documentaries is quite something. We Still Secrets, The Story of WikiLeaks, uh, a film about Catholic church child abuse, Mia Maxima Culpa, uh, which won uh, Emmy, three Emmy Awards, Enron, The Smartest Guys in the Room, um, Casino Jack and the United States of Money, Taxi to the Dark Side, which won the Academy Award for Best Documentary, and uh, now he's made this, which is a straightforward historical chronological look into the origins of Scientology and the way that it's changed over the years and some of the more nefarious practices. In particular, once David Miscavige takes over the church in very, very strange circumstances after the death of L. Ron Hubbard. Uh, and it starts with L. Ron Hubbard and has footage of him talking. He's a very interesting man. The one thing that struck me is how close Philip Seymour Hoffman got his character to L. Ron Hubbard in the film The Master, which was loosely based around it. And one of the other things that struck me is um, about all this talk about thetans and aliens and volcanoes and about how you um, going clear is the point in Scientology when you've reached a certain level uh, and they put these uh, electronic meters on you. And they try and associate your pain in your life um to a, a degree where it goes away was the fact that he believed it himself he may have been in many ways a charlatan and a very strange man at one point um his there's a story about his his wife at the time in the 1950s just before the start of the church of Scientology and after he'd written the book Dianetics which was its bible um he was having problems with his wife who'd had they just had a baby and he kidnapped a kid and went to mexico and kept phoning his wife up over a period of time when the child was being looked after by a squalor in absolute squalor by other people um, and was telling her that the child was dead that he'd killed the child and then he'd phone her up and say no i hadn't he was obviously a very very twisted individual And he reigned supreme for many years over the Church of Scientology but things really took a turn once he died Um, and in later years he didn't seem to be as much in control as he was. And then we get the entrance of David Miskovich, which is kind of like the, the second big act of the documentary and he is one strange man. Even looking at him he's terrifying, he's very very short and you can definitely see why him and Tom Cruise are best buddies, he's got this manic intensity. Uh, in recent years he's been accused of beating the living daylights out of um the high up staff in Scientology even kidnapping and putting them in these weird facilities like his wife hasn't been seen since 2007 and the police actually investigated her as a missing person and apparently they've seen her and spoken to her and everything else and apparently she's been held in one of these facilities but has said no it's all fine I choose to be here but no one's seen her for many many years um and it just follows the church all the way through, really, up until the modern day. Uh, they run-ins with the law, such as their famous um, FBI case against them in the 1970s, where they basically went into a lot of um, government offices and stole records about Scientology, one of the largest uh, thefts of its kind in history. And as a documentary, it's perfectly put together. It's a brilliantly made documentary, and Alex Gibney is a consummate director and arranger of documentaries. And it is a fascinating film. The downside of it for me is twofold. One is I've kind of dipped my toe in and followed you know, the stories and the revelations about Scientology over the years to a reasonable degree. And if you have, then you may not find very much here that's new. Certainly, anecdotal evidence is interesting. Certainly, a lot of the confessions by former members are new and fascinating. But I did actually know an awful lot of what was in the documentary. Revelation-wise, was frankly very low. And the other thing I had, uh, and I mentioned this reviewing the film about uh, Aaron Schwartz, the documentary about that, and. For me, Scientology is one thing. It's you know they've got a market capitalisation of a couple of billion dollars somewhere between 30 and 50,000 members. But given the media's fascination with them, I just wonder if they're that important. I just don't know that given some of the other um, documentaries that Alex Gibney has made, it's kind of niche really. I don't know how many people Scientology, other than their own members, many of those are very, very negatively affected. And of course, there is an enormous financial incentive. Uh, You have to pay a lot of money. I think if you go clear, you have to pay something like $200,000 to get to that level. But outside of their own membership and outside of their nefarious legal machinations where they try and sue everyone, I just don't know that they're that important. It's almost like, you know, you could probably pick half a dozen evangelical Christian churches in America that have more financial might and a larger membership and have been involved in just as interesting a life story as Scientology has. So on that level, it's kind of like voyeurism in a way. It's it's sort of like almost disinterested voyeurism. So it's a great documentary, really interesting. You won't get to see it on TV over here for about six months. Uh, It's only come out on HBO in America, uh, and it may have filtered through to pay TV. But I'm going to give it eight out of ten. Not because it's um, not very good, it is. um, I wouldn't give it higher just because it's not that interesting a subject and it's also um, not new for me. I I felt like I was just watching a documentary about something I'd already seen. 8 out of 10 for going clear.